0: Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Roundtable, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Lovely Writer, Episode 5, peeps. And I do apologize, it is spring, and my voice sounds horrible. I mean, I sound like, a little bit like Spog the Dragon, and I'm not even trying to. Okay, moving on. So, Lovely Writer, Episode 5. I have to say... I kind of enjoyed this episode somewhat, except for a couple of very large reasons I didn't like this episode. But anyway, this episode is basically about Gene Nubsib, and you also get a little bit of a backstory on why Aoi is such a jerk. Which is kind of helpful. It doesn't make up for the fact that he's a jerk, but at least he has a good explanation behind what has led him to this lowly place, as we say from the Christmas story. But anyway... Gene and Nubsib have not started a relationship or anything of that sort. Gene does know that Nubsib says that he likes him. But the other thing is I think this episode was really good at explaining a very important fact of human nature in relationships, which is that typically in a relationship, you have one person that thinks the other person is absolutely wonderful, and the other person doesn't feel that they're worthy of that belief which totally messes things up, at least initially for the relationship, in the ones that I have seen. And again, my um, experience with people and relationships is extremely limited to people in my own sphere. And, you know, a lot of them have already gone through that process and so don't have this conundrum anymore. But I think that this episode was really good because in it... um, Basically, Gene has decided to make the lead character in his new BL series a writer rather than an actor. And I think this is kind of an important turn for Gene because he is writing to please himself rather than other people more than he did before. Now, he's still writing to please other people. I mean, his agent is calling him, asking him to add more NC scenes, which if you're familiar with Thai drama means, NC-17 means that they are not for the kiddies. I'm not really sure, like, on the BLs that Gene is supposedly writing. And again, I do not really read BL novels simply because a lot of them are, in Anna's opinion, extremely inappropriate, and even the ones that are the ones that are my favorite dramas are based off of. I don't read because they are way more um, mature than the actual dramas. The one thing that I think is interesting is in the the depiction of BL novels. Apparently, and again, honest not averse here, so I'm going to put that huge caveat. But in this production, they're showing the all novels as being basically about people who bully someone into liking them, which I think is kind of interesting in the fact that every single BL that I have seen, I have liked. And I, I've not seen one. I've seen some that I don't like, but I've never seen one where the lead character is trying to bully another character in the abusive relationship way that apparently a lot of the BL novels are about, at least as depicted in this film. I think that's a very sad state of affair that novels such as this would be popular, that um, it would be popular to think that it's okay to bully your partner into forcing them to like you, basically. I mean, no offense, that's just a really sick mental situation. Um, I do think it's interesting that in this episode, as they're filming one of the scenes that's supposedly in the Bad Engineer um, book series, whatever you want to call it, dramatizing it. um, Nubsib actually steps out from doing the scene and says, you know what? I have read this script and this script is not really about this character being as bullying as you're having him depicted as being in this scene and isn't it correct that in the later on in the series he completely quits teasing or bullying this other character so I really don't think we need to make it so violent basically and I think it's very interesting because Nubstead is 20 years old in this story and Nubstead still goes ahead and does the scene with the bullying But he also, a lot of 20-year-olds would not have the courage to step out and even say possibly that this is wrong to someone who's above them in hierarchy. I think it is very interesting that Nubsa may only be 20, but he's still asking questions. Now, was it a good idea for him to depict a relationship in the way that he had it depicted in that film that he's working on in the series plotline? Definitely not. No, totally. It was a bad idea. But I still think it's good that he's questioning the behaviors, which most people wouldn't do. They would just go and say, well, these are my lines. This is my script. Got to do this. Make money, you know, get my next paycheck so that I can eat and pay the rent rich. I totally understand. But I think it also shows Nub character that he says, no, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to say, I do not like this current state of affairs. And, you know, I think this also is leading Gene to ask, what does he want in life? Because in this episode, I think you kind of see a bit of a transformation in Gene a little bit from being someone who feels like he is totally out of control to feeling like he's someone that has some control and gaining a little bit of courage. Because I think Gene in this series kind of sees himself as the person who is bullied in the books that he writes. I I don't think Gene's ever been in a relationship, so it's not like a, a romantic interest has been bullying him, but he's been being told for years what to do by people and doing it to please them and to survive or what he thinks will survive. And I think the interesting thing is Gene has decided he's not going to write about actors. He's going to write about a writer who's the lead character in his story. His lead character is, I don't know if he's as bullying as his characters in Bad Engineer or not, because we really don't get a lot of information on that. But he ends up deciding that he's going to spend some of his time down at the set. He's not going to spend his entire time holed up in his apartment um, writing BL novels and not remembering and remember and not remembering to eat, um, he ends up going to the set the second time in the morning early. Which again, Gene is not a morning person, so this is rather surprising. And his friend Tum, who has known him since college, goes, "You're here in the morning," he said. What's going on? He says, "Well, I'm I'm here to do research for my new book," and he says, "Ah, and you're also here for Sib, aren't you? You guys are really close now." And she's like, "I'm I'm not here for Sib. Give me that water. I'm not here for Sib." And I mean, no offense. It's kind of funny the petulance of Jean. It would not be funny to live around, but it is funny to watch. That's all I'm saying. And 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 he says, "Well, Nubsib Sib isn't here, but you know what? He's got a built-in GPS system, so he always knows where to find you. And I'm sure he will be in shortly." And lo and behold, here comes Nubsib. And I don't mean it weird. Nubsib kind of does remind me of a dog because he he just kind of comes in and then he plops down like a dog beside sheen and he starts feeding him these pretzel sticks. Which, for those of you who are familiar with K drama, these pretzel sticks are kind of like the top snack in Korea, and they just actually became available at a store that I go to quite often. And I know now why they are the top snack in Korea, because they are totally addictive. They're just a pretzel stick with chocolate and almonds are chocolate and Oreo flavoring on them. And they are one of the most highly addictive snacks Anna has ever known. But anyway, he um, Nubsib grabs one of these pretzel sticks and just kind of sticks it up to um, Gene's mouth. And Gene starts nibbling it like like a hamster. And I don't mean it, but I'm looking at it going, that is exactly how you do eat those pretzel sticks, whether someone's feeding them to you or not. And he eats one of the pretzel sticks and then Gene gives him another one. And then he looks up and he goes, oh, my goodness, I'm in public. And I just realized that Gene's feed, or Nubsib is feeding me pretzel sticks. Oh no, the world is going to end, and Gene and Nubsie looks and he goes, "You know what? You are so like a hamster, Gene. It's it's very cute." And Gene's like, um, um, I'm I'm completely embarrassed now." It's at this point that you see A, who is really bothering Gene quite a bit on the set. Um, a has basically said that he wants to go after Nubsie, and he asked Gene what he thinks she should do about this, and Jean says, well, first of all, have you done your research and seen if, number one, Nebsip has a girlfriend or significant other? Because if he does, especially if it's a girlfriend, there's a high likelihood that he probably wouldn't want to go out with you, Aoi, unless he's bi or pansexual, which didn't. that That might be something. But he's currently with someone else. And so... And he says, you know, also, if you do your research and find out that he doesn't have a girlfriend and that he is interested in guys, then maybe you should write him and tell him how you feel or send a text and tell him how you feel. And Aori decides not to take this advice. He says, no, I'm just going to continue to bug him and go after him, basically. And I don't mean it weird. Aori is one of my I think he is my least favorite character in this entire series with the regards to one other being worse than him. But he and his sister Earn tie for least favorite characters because they really are despicable characters. Aoi knows that Nubsib likes Jean, and he also knows that even though Jean would admit it, Jean likes Nubsib, and he's still trying to go after him and do it in a very catty way. I mean, I don't know a better word for it. I would just call it catty and really jerk way. So anyway, he tries to get Nubsib to go out with him for dinner because it's close to his birthday. And Nubsib says, I'm not going out to dinner with you today. I am it's it we'll go out at another time. Because Nubsib does not like AOI. He has to go to school with AOI and he just doesn't like this person at all for obvious reasons. I mean Aoi is saccharine, he is sickly sweet, and he's also very, very angry. You don't really know why at this point, you just know that he has some kind of bone to pick with the universe. Um, At the end of this episode, you totally understand what bone he has to pick with the universe, and yeah, it's a big bone, but it's not something that you should really pick with other people. But, you know, Namsim says no. Then, later on in the day, the... Aoi comes as they're getting ready to leave, and he horn hornswaggles Nubsib into going to dinner with him. Nubsib turns to Jean in this in the scene, though, when Aoi is doing this horn hornswaggle, and he says, "Jean, what do you want? Do you want me to go to dinner with Nubsib or with Aoi?" And Jean looks at him and goes, it, "It doesn't matter what I want, Nubsib. It matters what you want to do." and Nubsev looks at Gene and he goes, do you mind if I go to dinner with Aoi? And I do like this about Nubsiv because Nubsev is trying to show Gene if they were in a relationship, he would consider his opinion before doing something, which I think is a, a very key point that is often not found in many relationships. And it doesn't matter what kind of relationships you're talking about. People tend to like to do things on their own without consulting their partner. And I think what Nubsib is trying to do here is either A, get Gene to say, no, I don't want you to go with Aoi, but you know you do you, or to B, know that he is considering him when he makes his decisions. At the end of the day, Nubsib says, okay, if you don't mind me going with Aoi, I will go to dinner with Aoi, and then I'll be back to the apartment later, and I'll try not to be too loud when I come in, but make sure you eat and you shower, Gene, okay? <laughs> I don't mean it weird. Gene needs reminders. He needs prompts. It's it's one of those things, and so anyway, Gene goes back to the apartment, but on the way to go back, he sees Nubsid, basically, Aoi takes a picture or a live stream of him kissing Nubsib on the cheek unexpectedly because he's coming into the parking lot so that fans will like it. Also, he wants to see what Nubsib's reaction is. Nubsib says basically, turn off the live stream and don't come at me like this. This isn't really appropriate at all. And Gene doesn't hear that part of the conversation. He just sees Aoi walk up, kiss Nubsib on the cheek, and he thinks, well, maybe these two have something going that I don't know about, and there you go. So Gene ends up going back to the apartment, kind of sitting at his chair at his kitchen table and trying to eat an apple when it's late at night, because he's he's worrying about Nubsib and that whole situation. And Nubsib comes in, he plops down, and he says, do you have something to ask me, Gene? And I think this is one of the turning points in the series, in my personal opinion, for Gene, because Gene, before these episodes, like episodes one, two, three, four, would not have asked. He would not have asked a question if Nobu had asked him. But he basically asked, he says, do you have something going on with Aoi? Are you two a couple yet? And Sub looks at him and goes, no, we're not a couple. We, What would give you the idea that we're a couple? I mean, he says, you know, I do work with him on the set, but... We're we're acquaintances from college. We're not a couple, and I don't see AOI in that way at all. And Gene at this point says, "Well, I thought maybe you were a couple because I happened to see you two in the parking lot, and because you know you are in romantic scenes in the film." And Elsa says, "No, I." I do what I do for a living, Jean. I'm not doing it because I like Aoi. And we are trying to promote the movie, but that doesn't mean that we're a couple. And he says, you know, if I was going to be in romantic scenes in real life with my feelings, it would be with you, not with Aoi. And said, at this point, you know, I think it's interesting that Jean does not just Um, block that whole comment. He just kind of sits there and eats his apple and then says, I have to go take a shower. And then he leaves the room. But, you know, I think Gene is developing into a character that I find a lot more likable because he's gaining a little more courage and also honesty with himself. Because I don't mean it weird. I figure if you live your life, it's one thing to not maybe be honest with others, but it's a really, really bad thing if you're not honest with yourself. Because if you can be honest with yourself, oftentimes that takes care of being honest with others. But anyway, I think Gene is becoming a lot more honest with himself. I also really like how NubSib tries to kind of, in a weird, quiet way, take care of things because he actually had a conversation with Aoi that basically he tells Gene, he says, you know, I saw that Aoi was bothering you on set. And basically that won't be happening anymore because I've spoken to him about this situation and he knows that we are not going to be a couple. And basically, Gene, he should be leaving you alone now. And I really like how Nubsib just confronts things head on. Some people might not like his bluntness, but I think It's a combination of his naivety and his age, but also it's just part of who he is. And some people continue to have that as they get older, too. But I really like the interplay between Nubsib and Jean and also how he handles possible conflicts that could arise in this episode. Um, At the end of this episode, you get a look into why Aoi is the way he is. He decides to go back home to visit um, his sister for his birthday. And they are supposed to have dinner with his family. And then a close family friend who also happens to be working on the production as well, who has been trying to get him to talk to his sister. Um, The story behind Aoi is that Aoi was in college. He'd met a guy named Time. They were in a relationship together. And... Earn decided to tell her father that her brother was in a relationship with a guy at college and her father promptly disowned her brother and paid off his boyfriend so that he would never see him again. That would tend to make someone a little bitter toward the world. I'm just saying it, it wouldn't help with things. It, it does not excuse Aoi's behavior in the least, but at least gives some explanation between why, because why is he such a jerk? But anyway, Aoi is at the dinner table. The silence is palpable, palpable, and his dad ends up busting up and saying, why are you here? Do you need money? And Aoi's like, no, I don't need money. That's not why I came. And basically, even if I did, you wouldn't probably be hearing from me about it. It's at this point that his dad basically says that Aoi is the bane of his existence, has brought him to the Nader because he would embarrass him with the fact that he had a boyfriend, and that Urn is the perfect daughter, and that he doesn't ever want Aoi to come back home. Aoi then gets up, he leaves the house, Ern follows him and says that she's sorry that she told that he had a boyfriend because she was jealous that he was the perfect son until that happened, and then she became the perfect daughter. But now she wants to have him come back into the family so that she doesn't have to keep up the perfect daughter routine. So you're dealing with two very, very selfish and twisted human beings with Aoi and Earn. You can totally understand how they got there, but they're still extremely selfish and twisted. But at the end of the day, he leaves Urn, The family friend goes after him to try to take care of things, um, gives him a hug. Then they have a passionate embrace. I'm not quite sure why. Obviously, they had feelings for one another at some point. I'm, I'm still confused here. But anyway, and then he just leaves and he goes to his manager's house, Tiffy. Tiffy makes him a cake and sings to him, and Aoi completely breaks down at this point. And he says, Tiffy, can I just lay in your lap for a minute? And she's sitting there going, this is a really strange request, but okay, Aoi, if you need to sit in my lap, you can sit in my lap. And she just lets him sit in her lap and bawl for a while. She doesn't know what's going on. She just knows that something is wrong. And I do think it's... Aoi's kind of a sad character when you find out what happened, because, I mean, he... His dream in life was to make enough money so that he can go to Paris and start a bakery. That is his goal. And he, I think, thought he would be able to do that with his significant other that he met in college, which did not work out because he found out his significant other could be bought off with money by his dad. And I think there's a lot in life that Aoi could be bitter about and is bitter about. But I don't think it excuses his behavior in the least for trying to make life difficult for nubsib and Gene, I do like this episode far more than any of the previous ones I have seen. I am still entirely unimpressed with this series overall. It is not because of the quality of the acting of Jean or um, the characters of Jean or Nubsib. I think that those two actors did a great job in this production with their acting ability. I just think that the material that they have to work with is extremely limiting and also pretty corny in parts, to be quite honest. I had really, really high hopes for Lovely Rider. And let's just say those were kind of dashed to pieces by the end of episode one and really dashed to pieces by the end of episode, uh, I think it was three. It was really, really bad. It was either three or four. But anyway, and you know, I think that they're really depicting the BL industry. I mean, again, I think that the fangirl thing is totally correct in their, in their, per, how do you say it? Their depicting of the fangirls, totally correct. Their depicting of what I think probably the BL publishing companies want, totally correct. Although I really hope it's not because I would hate to think that people like to read about violent relationships. I mean, no fits, but sadomasochism in any form is extremely sick and wrong. And I think that this is something that we should not be promoting. We should be trying to prevent with everything we can. But you know, And also, I've never seen a BL drama that involves people being violent toward one another. And, you know, even if I did, I would turn it off. But the ones that I have seen do not depict that. Now, we have people that don't like being around one another for a brief period of time. But, you know, as Jane Austen said, sometimes general incivility is the very essence of love, although oftentimes I find it's just general incivility. But, you know, I think that this depiction is possibly correct depending on what kind of BL novel you're reading although again I don't read BL novels so there you go but you know I really don't think we should be depicting this as the popular trend of BL drama because I mean I've seen Love Life on the Line I've seen History 2 right or wrong History um you know History 3 trapped um. Why Are You, Until We Meet Again, Theory of Love. I mean, in none of these productions were any of the lead two characters that ended up together violent toward the other characters. I mean, they might have disagreements. They might have, you know, knock down, drag out fights, but they would not be volatile. Now, in Why Are You, there is one scene where I will say that fighter – was way too pushy with Tudor, it was not acceptable, and so that I could see someone saying that about, but I would still say overall, I don't think any of these would be qualified in the same way that, like, this film series depicts it, um, Again, it might be some kind of BL drama that I am entirely unfamiliar with, which is entirely possible because I've only started watching BL drama since last July. But I will still say I think it's very, very wrong to show like all BL drama involves people treating others like they're dirt and then having the others like them for it. No offense. I'm just going really People aren't that stupid, usually. I mean, no offense, I'm just saying. So overall, I'm very unimpressed with this drama series because I do not like how they're depicting the BL industry, number one. And I do not like how they're depicting, you know, the corniness of this series is just really loathsome overall. So, so far I'm going to give it like maybe a zero on a scale of 10 because I really don't like a lot of things about it. Um, Everyone who was looking forward to this, if you read the reviews on YouTube, was really, really excited. And, you know, I know many, many people like it, although the people that I have seen in the comments who do like this series are the fangirls that I'm guessing probably like the BL dramas that are the book form that would be endorsing this kind of behavior. And, you know, to each their own, but I think it's a very dangerous thing sometimes to be supportive of violence. I just don't think it's somewhere we need to go as cultures. And so I'm hoping as the series progresses, it gets better. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens as it nears a conclusion, like when Gene publishes his lovely writer book, if he does. Is it going to be about volatile individuals? Or is it going to be about people that mutually respect and care about one another? another? And is Jean going to become the kind of person that says, I'm going to write the kind of books I want to write, not the kind that my publisher wants. And if that means I put fewer NC-17 scenes in it than by Cracky, I'm putting in fewer NC-17 scenes in it. And you know, I'm really interested to see how that's going to play out. Also with Nubsib, I think he is a wild card character. He's interesting. He's kind of the Joker in the story, which I have always been fascinated by jokers in like Shakespearean literature because they often are considered to be joking or comical, but they're the only ones who typically tell the truth in a story. They're the ones who usually, even though they're joking about it, you can take their joke to the bank because it's not really a joke. And I think with Nubsib, he's that wild card. He Gene, I think, thinks he's joking about their relationship and Nubsib is dead serious. I mean, he is like, I have found the person I want to be with, I am going to pursue the person I want to be with. And I certainly hope the person I want to be with in the end wants to be with me. I mean, that's kind of Nubsib in a nutshell. And I think it's interesting, because you really don't see that in people very often, you see people that are like, well, I want to be with someone. It's not like, well, I want to be with that specific person person and I think it's kind of neat to see that in a production although the rest of this is just unfortunate ephemera to be quite honest and that is my review of episode five of lovely writer check it at the round table bye hi peeps little addendum I knew there was something that I wanted to add to this podcast but I couldn't remember what it was till I ended the podcast But there is a scene in this episode, episode five of Lovely Rider, where Gene is watching at the set. This is a very famous scene from the promo videos, and he is extremely disturbed because Nubsib is kissing A, and this really bothers him. And I think this scene is very important in the series, maybe one of the most important scenes with regards to how Gene doesn't really see Nubsib, but how he sees himself. And that might seem like a really weird, weird way to look at it. But Gene is troubled. Gene, I think the main thing that Gene cites is he doesn't think that he's good enough for anyone to be with. And, you know, I think that's a very common thing. I think that most people don't feel that they're good enough for their significant others. Usually, I don't mean it weird in a relationship, you have one person who is, you know, maybe not, I don't think, you know, I've never met any ecstatic couples who are happy to be, I mean, no offense at all, but, you know, you'll have one that is extremely happy to be with the other person, and the other that just doesn't believe that they're worthy of that, which I think is really sad, and, you know, I think it's interesting because jealousy is a weird thing in relationships because like in some cases it's symptoms out where like in this scene where Gene is extremely uncomfortable because he he worries that he's not good enough to be with Nubsip for whatever reason. You don't really know why Gene feels this way. You just know that Gene definitely doesn't feel that he's good enough for anyone. I think that's one of the reasons that he... In his case, he didn't date. I mean, no offense, there are some people who never date their entire lives, and it's not because they don't feel they're not good enough. It's simply because the right person didn't come along, you know? But anyway, in his case, I think Gene has an extreme complex that he just isn't good enough, that he is lacking, and that anyone else would be better than him. And I think this scene kind of encapsulates his emotions very, very well in a quiet way because he is a very quiet person. I'm really not sure. I mean, Gene is one of those strange characters in this in this story where you're going, I really don't see, you know, I know he had to make his living. I totally get that. But the idea of him writing some of the scenes that are depicted supposedly from the Bad Engineer series just seem really, really strange because he's not that kind of person at all. And it's really weird for me to imagine him writing that kind of person. But, you know, I think the thing is, is with Gene, with Nubzib, the thing that I thought was interesting is if Gene was confident with who he was, there wouldn't really be any difficulties regarding anything because he would know who he is and he would be okay. I think it reminds me of the scene in Perks of Being a Wallflower that I think is Pivotal to understanding how some people end up with some other people, both positively and negatively, is we do accept the love we think we deserve. And in the case of Gene, I don't think he really thinks he deserves anything. And that's one of the reasons he is so hard to live his life, to possibly be in a relationship. He fears he's not good enough. He fears that, you know, he lacks in everything that he would need to be in a relationship. And so, you know, I think that's a very important scene in this episode. And I just wanted to give a little bit of a addendum about that. So check it at the round table. Bye. Also, second addendum, peeps. I am sorry. I keep remembering things I want to add to this episode. But anyway, there is a hilarious scene at the end of this episode that ends, I think, a little badly. But anyway, Jean um, decides to drop Nubsib off at school and as he's waiting to pick Nubsib up, Nubsib says, you know, there is a cake shop here on campus that gets really good reviews. And Jean's like, oh, there is a cake shop here on campus. And Nubsib's so sassing, going, you know what, you always light up when you know there is some kind of dessert. And then the next scene you have is Gene sitting at the cake shop with his piece of cake and some kind of drink and just enjoying himself in that moment. And I love that scene because he is so... Happy quietly in that moment that he has his piece of cake and his sippy sip. And also, these fangirls are taking pictures because he was a popular writer of the books that they like to read. And he's quietly kind of laughing to himself about this whole thing because nobody ever takes pictures of Gene. And it's at this point that Nubsip walks in and goes, You know what? I don't think you should take pictures of people without their permission. So girls, if you want to take pictures, you need to ask. And I think it's funny because he literally comes and blocks himself between him and Jean and the camera and says, you know what, if you want to take pictures with Jean, then you need to ask. And why don't you take pictures with Jean and me in the frame? And so the girls start taking pictures of Jean and Nubsib. And it's at this point that Nubsib gives the girls his phone so he can get some pictures of Jean and him on his phone. And then at that point, you find out that those pictures get put on social media. And people start what you would call, I guess, shipping the couple. I'm really not sure why we call it shipping. It's like we're sending them out to sea on a barge. But anyway, I guess it has something to do with relationship. I really don't know. But anyway, they start shipping Jean and Nubsib over Aoi and Nubsib. And this leads to getting a phone call from Toom, who is coming to speak to Nubsib basically in the next episode. You're guessing it's the one where he's going to be telling him to not be around Gene because it's going to make the promotion of the production a lot harder. I think this is really lame in many, 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 many different ways because, number one, it's really none of the production company's business if Gene or Nubsib are together or not and a lot of people, I don't mean it bad, would look at those pictures and go, they're good friends. They're having a piece of cake. They happen to be working on the same production. I mean, it's kind of like the same vibe I get when I see like um, Sam Yu and the person who plays um, Sam Special and uh, what's his name? I, I'm sorry, I'm not good with names peeps, but the person who plays Zhao Shui, are you know, in We Best Love, they're often together in pictures and people tend to ship them. And I'm going, you know what? Um, It's really none of my business, whether they're in a relationship or not. In fact, I think Sam has a girlfriend and number two, they work together for two different seasons and are probably really good friends by this point and like to go out for a cuppa every once in a while, peeps. Like I would like to go out for a cuppa with my friends who I've worked with. I mean, no offense. It doesn't mean we're going to be dating are, you know, ending up together. I mean, no offense. I just, I imagine it, it amazes me where some people's minds run riled in the streets. And I don't mean it weird, but I'm going, I think it's really sad in this episode that when Jean and Nubsib are seen together in a picture, everyone goes crazy. And number two, why should it bother the production house? It's still publicity either way for their writer and their actor. So I mean, no offense here, but logically speaking, they're trying to break up the relationship or the contact between Gene and Nubsib is kind of stupid and self destructive for their ends, too. But also, I just think it's really, really wrong of the public to assume that somebody's in a relationship just because they happen to be having a cup of tea or dessert together. I mean, no offense. That doesn't mean that they're in a relationship. It just means that they happen to like tea and drinks. I mean, no offense. But anyway, that is the little addendum about cake and nubsib and the photos. But anyway, I did really like this scene, mainly because of the quiet light up that Jean got with someone's taking my picture now I mean no offense that was really quite funny in a charming endearing way and I don't really like the character of Gene because I think he's weak but and lacks moral fiber because of the material that he writes that promotes violence I mean no offense but that's how Anna sees it. But I will also say that Gene's one of the people that I kind of feel sorry for in this production. And it was kind of nice to see him have his little moment where he has cake and people who are excited to see him, although for the wrong reasons. But still, I did like this scene. And that is my final addendum for episode five of Love, Your Writer. Check it, round table.